Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Leverage Masters, airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio-Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. Well, welcome everyone to the Leverage Masters show. I'm your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Grace. I'm the founder of Divizio, that's D-U-V-I-S-I-O.com. The affiliate network for companies doing good. And we have my co-host and executive producer, Andrea Adams-Miller, joining us from the Red Carpet Connection. Hello, Andrea. Hello, I'm so excited about today. (laughs) Well, why don't you tell everybody why you're so excited about today? (laughs) Well, probably everybody giggles because I think I say that every week, but I really enjoy all the people that we have on. And I am excited today because I'm... I'm having one of our friends on, and chance I'm saying our friends because if you're not friends with him already, chances are you're going to be by the end of the program. And I haven't seen him in like over a year and a half. His name is Henning Morales. He's a best-selling author, a speaker, a filmmaker, and a mentor, and I just adore him. So Henning is pretty much widely considered as a premier motivational speaker and a thought leader. You know, he has this great passion, and he provides motivation guidance and coaching and mentorship to young people to enable them to leave happy, productive lives. And it's really become his life's purpose. You know, his inspiration stems from his personal experience because he was a confused 17-year-old troublemaker. (laughs) And he met some high-powered motivational masters that really opened him up to age-old principles of success and happiness. And uh, that led him to becoming the author of the best-selling novel, The Dirt Merchants. It's about a brave, inspirational, triumphant adventure. Um, And he's been involved in multiple projects, including books and public speaking events and films. And they all have a central theme, like the theme of directing, coaching kids, and it involves, you know, parents and coaches and aunts and uncles and teachers and other kids who hang out with kids. And he really defines kids as the young people of, you know, or the people who are young at heart. And um, he's also a filmmaker, so he's in the process of, I believe, uh, on his fifth film by now. Um, And he'll definitely correct me if not. But they're kind of a cross between Breakfast Club meets The Sopranos and Tony Robbins. And he is um, just doing some amazing things with youth mentorship. So, Hemming, welcome to the show. We'll learn more about you along the way. Hey, Andrea, thank you for having me. Hi, Henning. Nice to meet you, and thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Thank you, Gina. Thank you for having me as well. So I'm dying to know more about the films you've done. I bet I've seen some of them. Give me a few names. (laughs) Well, the films films are, are the first the four films, and yes, we are working on our fifth film right now. The first several films are actually uh, based on a book that I wrote, a novel that I wrote uh, back in 2015, actually published in 2015, and it's called The Dirt Merchant. And the first uh, film that uh, kind of uh, was based on that that novel uh, is called Romancery, and you can see that at romanceremovie.com. And then the second is a film called Rebelistic. Now, Romancery is a is a uh, is three teenagers, uh, and one is a mafia princess, uh, the other is a, is a uh, a sales ace, and the other is a, is a burglar. So it's it's a problem that occurs between the three of them, and and how they deal with it, and how they uh, come out of it. Uh, pretty much a teen a teen drama that involves a crime story and involves a uh, 
involves uh, some mentorship and coaching principles and pretty cool film, mostly musically oriented. And then Rebelistic is an expanded version of that short film. It's a two-hour, almost a two-hour uh, feature film that's based on basically an expansion of Romancery. And then there's Hit or Twist, which we can talk about if you'd like. And then there's also Destinova, and there's Metal Crush. So those are the five movies, <laughs> all, all based on one little book. That's awesome. And how did you come to write the book, The Dirt Merchant? Well, the dirt. Uh, you have an inspiration I, I for that? Years, yeah, I spent ten years, Gina, as a, as an inspirational, motivational uh, uh, speaker. That's what I did for a living. It's kind of a strange job. My friends used to kind of make fun of me when I would tell them what my job was. But I traveled the world. I learned from some of the top people uh, of how to do it, and uh, I did very well. Was very successful at that, and you know, fortunately for me. And what I would do on these uh, during these talks is I would tell all the old war stories about when I was a teenager, and about a year of my life is when I told a lot of these stories about how I was a troubled and confused uh, knucklehead teenager, as Andrea has said, and, and who I met, the mentors that I met at a young age that, that helped me turn my life around. And I told those stories, that the stories of that year during my uh, my speaking engagements, and that uh, turned into some notes that I wrote, started writing down the notes uh, because I was getting older and I didn't want to forget the stories. People really liked, uh, really liked the stories, and I, I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to uh, forget. So I started writing them down, and that turned into uh, a book. I, I, I published that book, and that's how it, that's how it came about. So, so essentially, the Dirt Merchants is a period of about a couple of years of my life that I wrote down in novel form, and, and that turned into all these uh, really fantastic uh, 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 film adventures, if you will. Oh, how cool is that? So, Andrea, I'm going to let you yeah. jump in for a few minutes. Sure. So, um, Henny, you know, I obviously have not seen you for quite a while, and so I did find out that you've been busy, you know, behind the scenes working on the film and the distribution um, of those films. And so I wondered if you'd tell us a little bit about how that works and, you know, how people can be seeing what you're seeing and so forth. Um, and then I did talk to um, – I do know a little bit about revenue sharing of filming and so I'm going to have a link soon uh, so we'll share that at some point during the uh, during this hour I think but I really I'm new to that and so I'd love for people to hear about that and and see other ways for them to be able to see really inspirational film yeah absolutely thank you for uh, thank you for asking that Andrea yeah the last time I saw you I think was was at uh at the, the city, the city uh, gala event, or one of the city summit events in, in LA during the Oscar Oscar seasons, and uh, it was it was great to, to see you then. I'm glad to connect now, uh, reconnect now. A absolutely, I've been essentially writing these um, these films and producing these films and directing, and then uh, when, once we finished our first feature film, um, uh, Andrea, which was Rebelistic, as I mentioned earlier, that was uh, the end of last year, and we're we're starting to look at. We were starting to look at different ways to distribute the, the, this movie. You know, you have different options today, Netflix and Amazon, and you can go on a TV. You can go into theaters. There's different ways to distribute films. And I was looking at the different options, and one of our uh, sponsors of the, of the, of the film uh, invited us, uh, basically hosted us at the Sundance Film Festival to do a screening event and kind of show the movie to uh, some distribution experts and and show the film in its in its semi-final form to uh, some people who could help us to get it out there. And we started to uh, we started really to see that it was about developing our own tribe now now uh, our own group that could help actually to move to push the movie out there versus trying to go more of a traditional traditional route. So we started to develop up. A, uh, a a tribe, if you will, our tribe is our our, our following, our friends that are mentors and coaches, and and I love the, the the concept of 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 this show here, the leverage concept. I really love that, and we're really leveraging uh, their skills and abilities and their talents uh, to help us push out uh, this movie, and then at the same time, uh, whatever anyone is doing in their uh, chosen uh, walk of life or their chosen mission or vision or goal or purpose. We help to push them out there. So we're helping each other 
with each other's uh, purpose and with each other's plan, but at the same time, there's a revenue share that we that we started to to uh, to devise. In other words, that people could help us to push this movie Rebelistic out into the marketplace, uh, and uh, we would we 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 will want to do it on demand, where people can rent the movie on demand uh, for four or five dollars, and then we share uh, the revenue with whoever whomever brought us that uh, that context. So it's a unique a unique approach to it. But really, it makes sense because if we have people like yourselves who are mentors, who are coaches, who are who are positive thinkers, who are looking for the good uh, in other people, looking for the good in situations, you know, we'd love to have you guys push out our movie. And at the same time, that's your audience or people that can appreciate uh, these films, which are all uh, inspirational, motivational, and transformational, even though they're, they're, they're kind of these gritty crime stories, if you will. Uh, the, uh, the the characters are very well defined. They're very much family friendly, uh, a PG-13 family friendly. So really, it's teenagers, and and it's um, it's 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 positive all the way around. And when that happened, uh, Andre, when we started to develop that that uh, that 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 system, that rev share system, uh, then other filmmakers started to get interested in how we were doing it. And now we're we're helping to develop a platform where people can not only watch our films, they can also watch films that are being um, that other other filmmakers very talented filmmakers are creating that have a transformational or inspirational bent to them or they're addressing some type of an important social issue basically films that are entertaining but also uh, have something to say where we can all kind of kind of begin a discussion on a certain topic or be inspired or motivated in the process fabulous I, I love that model where people get to get excited and share things. I mean, I remember years ago they talked about doing that on different social media platforms. Like if you recommended something that, you know, there was a way to show who was recommending and love on them for doing that. And then that kind of moved to the wayside and it allows an opportunity for people to not, not only do it out of love, but to do it so that um, they're motivated, inspired too. So I know like Gina and I know so many different people, we want to be able to share what we see does good in the world with other people so it's definitely a a a great way to do that Um, probably the best thing for me to do to think of how that uh, Gina and I can share that right now is to um, um, I'll end up I'll give her a link too so that she can share it on her sites Um, so um, if that works for her but I know for me I can put a link to it at the redcarpetconnection.com and I can put another one on thekeepsmilingmovement.com as a way for people to see positivity. And then Gina, um, as you are able to do that or would like to participate, let me know and that we can let other people know when we um, uh, what, so hey, let me share something with you guys that Gina doesn't even know. I am creating another platform so that all of our shows, which are through Blog Talk Radio, can actually be viewed and seen and looked at uh, through our own website that is what Gina and I are doing because we do so many cool things and recommend so many people to stuff. I realize that Gina and I need more of a presence than just the radio show. They need somewhere to go where they see both of us instead of having to go individually to our sites to find us. They can go to one place and then go, oh, I want to talk to Gina and work with Gina or I want to work with Andrea or do whatever. So it's a great way for us to really create and and add on to community to connect with people like you. So there you go, Gina. Surprise. <laughs> That's awesome, Andrea. And also, I don't know what you're using for tracking and paying of those uh, revenue shares, but I have a platform called Divisio, D-U-V-I-S-I-O.com. It is an affiliate network. We've got several thousand people looking for good quality stuff to talk about. And this would certainly be appropriate for being on Divisio so that we could get you some of our affiliates to promote. So if you want to have a conversation about that, Anning, just have Andrea get us connected off the air. I like that idea. I like that idea a lot, Gina. That sounds sounds fantastic. Sure. Fantastic. So those of you who are – Listening to the show, um, you know, some of the things is what, because we spend so much time really focusing on the people that we have on, like Henning, um, you don't always know what Gina and I do. So that is one way for you guys to hear that. If you have products and services 
and um, want to be able to promote them, she has this affiliate community, uh, and 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 then I have a Rolodex as well that's different than what Gina does. What Gina's talking about is an actual affiliate tracking system, which is amazing. And then um, for those of you who have an audience who are like, wow, I want to send out positive messages in the world and want to do great things, and I, I have to you know send a newsletter every week and I need to share information with them, wow, Henning has a really great product that you can share to your audience that can not only – promote the world to be a better place, but actually give you a little bit of rev share for being that kind person that you can either choose to continue your business that helps people with their productivity and profitability and to help maybe with your charity. It's your choice what you decide to do with your rev share. So thank you both for creating those opportunities for all of us to connect and collaborate. You're welcome, of course. You are welcome. (laughs) So, um, Henning, as you know, like moving forward, I know that you guys um, also look at other film ideas and so forth. And I wanted to know what that entails. Like, what are you really looking for? And are you truly looking? Uh, well, that's a very, very ex- excellent, excellent question. Um, we're the, the platform that is that is uh, launching in 2020 officially that started as a brainchild out of out of the, the screenings that we did at the Sundance Film Festival last year uh, is called Red Share Films. And uh, the uh, it's literally just, it's kind of undercover a little bit, but it's just starting to get out there. The first two films on the platform, fortunately for me, are two of my films. One is called uh, Destinova, which is the newest film, which is actually up right now in its initial phase. And, and that film is a... Uh, a story about a uh, it's a conversation between a uh, two teenage uh, uh, lovers, if you will, and they're in a diner and they're having a conversation, and it's it really is um, it's cut into some of the insane motivational tactics of this bizarre uh, sales company, and it it and and the purpose of the film is basically to talk about what it really means to grow up. So that's Destinova. That's out now. And then Rebelistic, as I shared with you, that's coming out in early 2020. And then RevShare Films will be looking for other films now uh, to to put up onto the platform. And 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 the goal is to put put up uh, films or to include films that that, as I said, are inspirational, motivational in nature, and transformational, that sort of thing. And uh, but but not just documentaries, like like sincere short films, feature films that are sincere entertainment and and have tremendous production value. And we're going to be doing that essentially uh, through a series of film festivals that we'll be, we'll be involved with. Uh, there's a new film that I'm working on that's kind of undercover right now. Maybe I'll talk about it next time we do this. Uh, and that film is going, to be, is going to be submitted to multiple festivals, and we'll be there uh, networking and recruiting movies. So the platform is called RevShare Films. The website will be RevShareFilms.com. It's not up yet. It will be up shortly, RevShareFilms.com. And uh, just basically hit the submit button if you're a filmmaker and you uh, have a film you want to put up onto the platform or you want to include in the platform, then just submit it, and there will be a process to do it. And if it's accepted, then we'll include you in our in our family, and we'll all, uh, we'll all connect and be friends and and work together towards uh, communicating positivity and important messages and making movies and just having having a, having a good old time together. Well, I wanted I wanted to ask a little more clarity about that too. So when someone's looking at that too, thinking about gosh, I <clears throat> I have something. Um, is it is it really starting with an idea? Do they need to have like a script already kind of mapped out? Um, <clears throat> you know, do you like people that already have a complete idea or people that don't have any preconceived notions? Just have an idea and a concept that you can build upon on your own. That's a that's a great another great question. Uh, is really we they're, they're, we'll put those in two categories. One one would be films that would be would be submitted to the platform, which is RevShare Films, and that would be uh, films that are already complete, 100% complete, ready to go. There are uh, many, 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 many hundreds and thousands of filmmakers that have great films that are finished, and they're submitting to festivals, and they're starting to market them. They, maybe they're even putting them up on a couple platforms, Netflix and Amazon and, and Hulu and some of the other places. Uh, but they're also looking at, at getting involved with us uh, because, uh, because of the revenue share aspect of it. Some of the films may be in a, on other platforms, some may not be, but they're finished films. 
The other is what I love to do. I love to I love to mentor and coach, as as you know. And if people are, if there are filmmakers who have ideas, or just authors who have an idea for a movie, or have a really cool story, um, I really like to mentor them on how to get it into a movie format. Uh, the 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 most recent films, the first uh, the first several films in the in the series are really uh, in my in the Dirt Merchants film series are based on my novel, but. As I write more scripts, I'm incorporating stories from other people and kind of combining uh, these true stories into super stories and getting all these characters knowing each other. And, uh, and, and the latest film that I'm, that I'm working on, Andrea, is, uh, uh, is, the, uh, is Hit or Twist, and that's actually a, uh, a combination of three true stories that uh, one of them being a story that I'm connected with, but two other stories that I was not connected with. And then a new film that is uh, in pre de- pre uh, pre development right now, which incorporates three true stories as well, and uh, and then again only one that relates to me, and two other stories from other people who had these ideas. Uh, I'm also interested if somebody has their own film and they want mentorship coaching, they want to know how to do it, how to how to bring it along, how to develop it. You know, I only have so many hours in the day, but I'm very open to sharing and uh, meeting new people and seeing what they're doing and helping them move their projects forward as well. Fantastic. I, I love the concept of that. And, and I have a lot of interest because I, I recently wrote a, a business plan for the Keep Smiling movement. Um, uh, just to refresh your memory, the, that's the picture that we have of you holding the Keep Smiling card from yeah, a long that. time ago. Yeah, <laughs> And, and uh, um, I actually now. wanted yeah, so I, I want to do um, a docu-series and, um, you know, create it for television, and I also actually want to do <clears throat> a documentary of of how this all came to be uh, based on Barry Shore, who had the original card, and then I eventually would like to turn that into a film I, and telling different people the story uh, from stage and so forth. I've had people be very interested in how that came to be and how that could look and how that could be really expanded upon to be exciting and interesting and fun, not that it's not on its own, but to really elaborate on the story and add the life to it that people don't see you know, the trials and tribulations and the, and the things that have come to pass that get people excited about doing things and maybe encourage other people to do movements for themselves. Um, so, so I have interest in that. And, and in, in talking about that, I've met multiple other filmmakers who you're right, they have films and they don't know what to do with them because they, they, they want to get them out there and they want them to be seen. So I, I love that you're creating a platform to create an opportunity for them. Absolutely. Well, thank you for that. And I would be very happy to talk to you about moving that project forward. And I'm, you know, Barry, Barry's a friend of mine for several years. And also, uh, I'm a fan of what you guys are doing. And I've been on his show. And so whatever y'all want to do, whatever idea you can think of, uh, I'm open <laughs> to it. And, 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 and absolutely, the, uh, the, the, the concept of, um, of bringing these types of positive uh, programs and uh, it could be documentaries, shorts, even courses or feature films, or putting them on a platform where, hey, you know, at this this place you're going to find all the good stuff. And I, I liken it, uh, I liken it, Andrea, to uh, to what Oprah Winfrey did for daytime TV. You know, before Oprah Winfrey came on the scene, daytime TV was full of uh, really, to, for lack of a better term, um, a lot of nonsense, a lot of things that were not productive a lot of drama and even violence um, in daytime TV. They get the, the, the original reality shows, they get these people up on stage and they start fighting. And it was, it was absolutely terrible. And Oprah Winfrey came on the scene and decided that she's not going to do that. She's going to focus on the positive. She's going to have authors on. She's going to be a positive thinker. And she's going to give. A, she's going to even give away money and give away, you know, happiness and smiles and cars or whatever and just make a positive show. And whatever you think, if you're a fan of Oprah Winfrey's show or not, You've got to admit that she took basically changed the face of daytime TV and made like a gazillion dollars in the process. So, um, and 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 you know when you make all that money, uh, Andrea, you know you can you can do a lot of good with that money and 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 parlay it. And it just uh, we we want to be not not that we're comparing ourselves to how wonderful and awesome Oprah Winfrey is, but we want to be that sort of a an alternative platform. 
uh, where a lot of what's happening now, uh, you know, within the entertainment space, especially entertainment for young people, which our films are geared towards, you know, teens and teens and young adults. But everyone loves anyone who's think who's a positive thinker and a happy person really likes these movies because they're so they're so positive in the end. And and we, we use a lot of references that appeal to the older older audiences we go back in time and it's the 80s and it's it's you know the styles and the music and the cars and all that good stuff so we do a lot of things uh, to appeal to the older audience but really for young people the 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 space is cluttered with fantasy and this is something i feel very strongly about it ties into what i do how i coach kids at schools uh, how i coach kids in sports i lecture at, at colleges i do five five uh, seminars a year. I don't think you knew this, uh, Andrea, at, at USC, Youth Mentorship Seminars that I run. And and what's happening with these kids, with all the bombardment of between social media and what they're watching on TV, it's like it's way too much, man. TV, movies, video games, the violence, the fantasy, the space travel and the superheroes and the, the zombies and the vampires and the wizards and warlocks and all those things. And I'm not saying those things are bad in and of themselves. It's just too much. It's too much, and it's literally too much because it's affecting the thought process of these young kids, you know, coming up, and they're not, they're not developing their other skills and abilities of, of reasonableness and rational, rationality and reality. So by, by, by offering an alternative, offering true stories, reality, uh, fact-based stories, uh, stories that are again important, important within the context of our community and inspirational in nature. Man, we can be like the alternative, the alternative to all these other things that are going on, and we can make. That's how. That's how we can make a positive impact. You know, across the board, not just not just individually with with each moviegoer, but across the board. You know, nationally and internationally. I love it. I, I had to giggle in the middle of that when you said, I, just my mind went somewhere different when you said to an older audience, and then you said, you know, with reference to the 80s, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I'm a project from, uh, I'm a child of the 80s. <laughs> Am I the older, I'm the older audience, I'm only 50. <laughs> I just, that made me the giggle. Gen X, um, they're good yeah. for us too. Anything beyond that, it's, it's, too, it's too much, but the Gen X, yeah, we, we, we love it too. And I had the same chuckle, Andrea. <laughs> Good. I'm glad I wasn't the only one who giggled at that. Well, you know, that's really awesome. And, and so tell me more about, um, uh, like, uh, different things within the uh, like within the filming, like, that maybe we can help do and the audience can help do as far as, like, maybe um, who we could introduce you to or in, incorporate these films into like classrooms or into other organizations right. to have like movie night, whether it's, uh, you know, yeah. bringing it into a senior center, which our senior center is now called 50 North. So if you're 50 and over, you can belong. So I now belong to what used to be called our senior center as of a couple of weeks ago. And, um, and, and, and to, uh, you know, like a Girl Scout troop or something like that. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you asked that because that's really what our what our uh, marketing strategy, if you will, if you want to call it that, what what it is is essentially getting into groups that have followings that we can where we can do screenings or events or where we can um, you know push out on social or push out to email lists or on websites. And just really show the trailer. The trailer of the movie is the current movie. All the movies, the trailers are really good because you know you spend a lot of time you know creating a marketing piece and just showing the trailer and just saying, hey, this is a really cool movie. If you want to watch it, here's what, here's how you see it. It costs four dollars or five dollars, whatever it is. Like I said, and and you know that's how that's how we're doing it. And then we rev share with the organization. So whether it's a school or a fraternity or as you said, one of the, the Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, you know, whatever, then we can share the revenue, and that revenue can go back into the kitty for the organization. Uh, it also works with social media influencers, coach, people who are, who are coaches, who are mentors, um, who have that type of following. Uh, there, there are, there are an, an endless supply of celebrity, celebrity 
talent who are, you know, they, they support nonprofit organizations. They support organizations that are anti-bullying or, 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 or that, that deal with substance abuse or deal with, um, with uh, issues of, um, of um, human trafficking. That, that, that sort of thing. There's all kinds of, of celebrities that support these organizations. How about, how about these, these groups, you know, taking a film that, that um, film or films that, uh, have uh, a, uh, a positive uh, end result and, and an inspirational nature to them that deal with young people. And that's the key is that we're getting into this young adult mindset. Those of us who, you know, when we say older, we're talking, you know, you have the Gen X, you have the boomers, which are, you know, they're retired and they're doing their own thing and, and you know, they're vacationing. They're not really, they're, they're, their time is <laughs> their time is pretty much, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're down the road. The Gen Xers like us, uh, and then you have the Gen Y, which is, you know, people who are in their 20s and 30s, really. And then you have the Gen Z that are coming up who are, in, who are teenagers. And, you know, we, we, had a, we have an opportunity to be exposed to these, these concepts, these personal development uh, concepts and messages. And, 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 you know, at later ages, how about exposing people to these concepts at a younger age? And that's really what's about. So any organization that, that is about that, we'd love to connect with. Also, we can we have uh, you know our sets. A lot of our sets are open. We can bring some of these uh, some of our friends onto set, and we're actually filming. We filmed this past weekend a couple of scenes. We're filming. We're filming. Uh, just we're going to do two more days before the end of the year, and then we're pretty much wrapping this new movie. And we get people on set with us. We have events. We have a big music showcase coming up in January at, at SIR Studios on the 23rd. And there's all kind of things that are happening that where people can get involved and be part of the actual process of making these films and the films lead into events and as you know uh, uh, Andrea I speak at a lot of events whenever I can I will this this month in December I've spoken I think at three or four events whenever I can I'll probably speak at four or five more before the end of the month and 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 when I speak at the events I talk about these issues and the things that are going on with young people and and uh, that the what they're going through and, and then what we're doing with our movies and our books to kind of make the solution apparent for the masses. And so, yeah, anyone on that level, anybody who wants to really just looking for nice people, good people who want to push this out there. And, uh, and it, and again, as I mentioned earlier, our, our philosophy is, Hey, if you're supporting us, we're supporting you because we're of the same mindset and it doesn't, we don't need a revenue share on our end. We want to pay a revenue share forward to everyone because that's how, that's how, that's how we're set up. But as far as doing favors for friends and pushing uh, positive messages out there all day long, because I know that if we're doing if we're doing favors for other people who are in the same world, those favors are going to come come back to us eventually. We understand that, and even if it doesn't, it's just fun and it's a positive way to live, and it just makes you a happier person when you're, you know, when you're surrounding yourself with other happy people who are making a difference, and then you're interacting with them. It just be, it's it's better for everyone. It's a win 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 scenario. Yeah, it's, it's fun. So I would like to hear your first experience when you finally got to see the first film you had completed done actually on a movie, you know, project, you know, on a real movie screen. <laughs> you know, it's it's very surreal. Um, it's a surreal experience, uh, and it really is. I was very when I was writing my my novel I was I was very reluctant to publish this this book I I was reluctant to write it I was nervous the whole time um, is anyone going to like this Does anybody even care about my story Yes when I speak it people I said I think they like it Maybe they were just being nice to me right But I had kind of a reference point that the stories were good stories because when you speak publicly you get that that personal you can see in people's eyes you don't have to get anyone else's opinion but i i was so uh, i was so reluctant because i had experienced success and and you know prior and to go into this new field of writing novels and then eventually making the movies i didn't want to make a movie out of any of this i didn't want to be involved in a movie business i i was just not interested because probably subconsciously hey i'm already successful at my thing my friends who are in the, in the entertainment business i have lots of friends andrea who are who are who are um, uh, musicians um they are uh they're musicians they are um actors movie directors award-winning people at the highest level in their careers and i feel like we're we're we're, we're peers because i'm kind of 
are pretty high up in what I do, and they're high up in what they do, and we hang out. You know, I'm going to get in and start making movies. I'm going to be down in the bottom of the totem pole. Right? And, you know, your ego gets in the way. And I, and, and, but the people who read when the book finally was, was released and people really liked it. And I, and I got so much love back from a lot of the people who were even in the entertainment business that I knew they would encourage me to make this, make these movies, at least make one movie and they funded it. So I couldn't say no. And then eventually, eventually we finished the first short film and we did our first screening at the, uh, at a movie theater in uh, Beverly Hills, and uh, and then uh, it was uh, it was very surreal. I was in the back of the room. I was pacing the whole time. I, I went outside, went inside. I was so nervous, and the place was full. And you know, afterwards, when people when people would, when I was watching. I didn't even want to talk to anyone. I was so nervous, right? Like, what are they going to say about this? And then when people when when people started to tell their stories, like to the camera, they were getting all the testimonials. And here's what got me. What got me was that the young people that were that were giving their stories, and I still have all those testimonials. We show them all the time. And and those people were 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 so excited about this these, this movie because they they saw it as something different and unique. And to me, that was the validation that I needed to, to, to continue and do more. As soon as I realized that people liked it and also that the, the messages were coming through loud and clear, like they were excited about the transformational element of the movie and the movies. And that is what really got me. So it was, it was nerve wracking. And at the same time, it was, um, it was very satisfying once it was done. Now you can't stop me. Now I, I we, we did have done screenings at at, at multiplexes and uh, we've had we you know I'm working on my ninth script right now and we've got four movies now and and the fifth coming. So now you can't stop me. But back then it was very it was very nerve wracking and uh, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let that um, actually, you sharing that uh, led perfectly into the next segue. I was going to ask about um, how what you're doing with Bitcoin as far as setting up an opportunity for having people to have another option to be able to invest in not only working with movies but to watch the movies, you know, to do all that kind of stuff. So tell me about how Filmcoin is working and how that what that's all about. Wow. Okay. Good. Let's let's talk about that for a second. Well, it. it that's probably a conversation that we can have in the future in terms of specifics because we're really just starting in on this on this uh, uh, path here. Uh, but uh, the um, Filmcoin is uh, is something is a concept and a website is Filmcoin.film, and that's something that we also started to strategize primarily at the Sundance Film Festival as well, and started to talk about how we could use blockchain cryptocurrencies to help us. Uh, not only to um, to raise money for these films, but also to incentivize people who are watching the movies and kind of give them a coin that they could, you know, accumulate a certain amount of coins. If they watch the movie, they get coins. If they recommend the movie, they get coins. If they uh, make a review, post a review, if they share it, then they get coins. And then allow them to receive, to to redeem those coins uh, for, um, you know, for cool stuff at a later at a later date. Uh, and also eventually to earn income uh, if they had enough coins. And, and again, it was something that was born out of our desire to to reward our tribe, our people who were supporting us, who were making these things happen, who were coming to the screenings, who were giving us the reviews, who were, you know, who who were like backing everything that we're doing. As far as uh, the launching of all this, that's going to be in 2020, and that's going to be in 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 coordination with the uh, RevShare Films uh, uh, Corporation as well. So Filmcoin, which is, which is our tribe, that's, that we created that, that will be incorporated into, into the RevShare Films uh, uh, concept. So any further information on that, Andrea, people can, can reach out directly to me and I can talk to them or uh, you know my staff can handle if they have questions on how that goes or people that want to come in and finance any of the projects or getting involved on the economic side of things is probably something for an individual conversation. 
well, that certainly works for us. You know, it just gives people a little taste of, you know, the creativity that you've been able to bring to the table with what you're doing to keep it going. And I, I'm actually super excited that we're talking again because one of the things I did um, years ago when I first became the Red Carpet Connection um, and merged from, um, I still own my other business that I did um, and still do that, and I'm actually doing a comeback with that um, this this uh, February, uh, but I was led to, you know, do publicity and so forth because I was on a lot of radio and television and newspapers with my other business uh, dealing with relationships. And uh, one of the very first things that made my name become the red carpet connection is that I got asked to help with a book and a film and we were coming out and doing red carpet interviews and pictures and all of that and and the publicity for this book and movie project. And then um, uh, it made me excited and I haven't got to fully explore the depth of what I love. I mean, we do that now. We're already at events and red carpets and doing that, but it could be even more expanded. And one of the things that I didn't get to fully expand on is I actually studied how to create a cult following of a particular film or a particular company. And I wanted to do that because <laughs> I oh, have all this great. knowledge. Wow, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I have a I'm knowledge just... on this. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you reached out. And uh, you know, I remember. I remember how. And it's funny how you know how you present yourself and how you carry yourself. I remember that you were all about the good and positive and the red carpet connection. And but I had no idea that you were ever involved in any movie productions. And also the 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 the, the expertise you've developed. We got we we need to team up here and see how we can uh, help each other. Oh <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, and and I'm excited for um, uh, Gina. I I want you to hop back in as well. I'll I'll ask another question, and then if Gina's got some stuff that she – usually we take turns, and so she'll just make a little, you know, (laughs) collage of all the questions she has. Um, You know, along with that, you know, um, and for people that are listening, this is an opportunity for you to hear by Henning and I and Gina collaborating and talking how you can expand your own businesses and, and be creative. So, um, like within Connection, I met a gentleman who actually has created a new higher level Bitcoin that actually um, is um, adds more than the linear model. So it actually adds some data collection with it that uh, normally people didn't have in the past. So it might be a really great connection. So I definitely will connect you guys to see if that <clears throat> will actually help increase or can add or contribute or at least help give you more confidence that what you're doing is the right thing, you know, that would be awesome. And then um, um, in I do sponsorship acquisition, and so some of that has been that um, for film and, and for television and for even podcasts, product placement within anything that people see visually can add money and contribution to you. And it used to be, you know, told to me, I've had people turn me down because they're like, no, it has to be done this way for film. And I'm like, it only has to be done that way with the people who think it has to be done that way. Actually, with new people and new businesses and new collaborations, it could be done any way you want it to look. (laughs) That's right. You're absolutely um, right. Yeah. Yeah, so there may be futuristic um, opportunities for that for, you know, like uh, people don't realize that like if you're doing a film where someone's sitting at a table eating, the furniture could be, um, you know, um, sponsored by the furniture manufacturer or the furniture distributor or, uh, you know, or, um, you know, a, a boutique company that's doing something with that as well. It could do something with the linens that are on the table. It, it could be the um, dishes that are on it and the silverware and the glasses are all made by different companies. And so it's crazy to think that really they would be happy to uh, support that. Yeah, they want their dishes and their silverware and their linens and their tables to show up but maybe differently than somebody else's, including the bread that goes in the toaster behind them on the counter or something like that. Every little thing, um, we don't realize it until you're really entrenched in marketing, how we visually accept things and see things as, um, and they become common in our head so that when we're at the store and we see it, we think, oh, that's great and that's awesome. And it's because we 
probably saw it in something or, or saw it being utilized or uh, saw it in an ad, an advertisement, a movie, a film, or a TV production. It's, and it's hysterically interesting how much we actually kind of don't think of anything on our own. It's based on everything we, we've seen, done, or experienced. Well, yeah, you're you're absolutely right about that, Andrea. And I know you wanted Gina to chime in, but I'm I'm 100% in agreement with you. There's different ways to um, to approach uh, every situation, and a lot of times, people who are in the traditional space, they don't see the opportunities, uh, you know, until other people, uh, you know, come out with the idea. It was, you know, the Netflix group, which was not the movie industry. They came out of left field. And now they're the biggest player within this space because they decided to do things a little bit differently. You know, when Blockbuster was renting the videos at the stores, you know, they were sending the videos by mail. And then they were some of the first to come on and stream content. And, all, and the, story, the history has been written. So I think there are multiple Netflix type of opportunities that are going to be coming over the next 10 years in entertainment. A lot of it's going to come out of. Of, of the space that we're playing in, the, the positive space and the inspirational space, and then also the blockchain world and the, the, some of the tech that's being developed right now uh, to deliver content. It's going to be an exciting ride, and people should be open-minded to it and and um, and see all the opportunities. And if it's uh, just because it hasn't been done in the past, doesn't mean it's not going to be a success in the uh, present or future. <laughs> well, you know, the Absolutely. one thing I think we can definitely guarantee is Change is absolutely going to happen. That I think every one of us can agree on, right? Absolutely, yes. Yes. Yeah, Gina, so I'm curious to hear what else you have, um, because I know your brain was probably clicking away. Well, I'm loving the idea of the coin. And is this, this is what is called an ICO, correct? Well, it's what we did with Filmcoin is not an ICO. Filmcoin is essentially a um, a, a, uh, a utility token that we're utilizing to incentivize uh-huh. people to uh, yeah to watch and to share. Uh, but there's going to be something else that happens with RevShare Films that I'm not at liberty to talk about right now. That is more along the lines of the uh, the financial. The fine, utilizing blockchain on the financial end, and but it's coming, so we should talk offline, and then when we're ready to talk about it publicly, <laughs> we can all do it together. Absolutely, and for our listeners who maybe aren't as knowledgeable about the blockchain industry and the crypto industry, can you talk a little bit about what what is the difference between an ICO and what you guys have done? With the utility point, I, I, I definitely t- t- touch on that, and and again, so so you have an idea of where this information comes from, and I, I do a lot of speaking and a lot of coaching and seminars, and and um, we bring sponsors into our movies, and it's I love what what Andrea said earlier about bringing you know sponsors and product placement. We do a lot of that. Uh, we bring sponsors into our events, and we help sponsors get their some of their products out in our movies do it very subtly but uh, it's very effective as well and a company that I that I work with and did some speaking for and some training for for was a blockchain company and they so I learned about this world and how it all how it all works and essentially uh, you know this this blockchain and 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 the cryptocurrency world is uh, is fascinating it's a it's, it's big business it's it's something that I think everyone should learn about as much as they possibly can and to, to your question, the, um, the, the finan- there's two ends to the blockchain world. One is financial and the other is, is utility. And if uh, you're investing in a coin or buying a coin like a Bitcoin or other crypto- cryptocurrencies like Ethereum or Litecoin, those are, that's the financial end. And those are, those are currencies that you can buy, you can hold on to, and you can use to purchase, purchase items. And the value of those uh, those currencies could go up or down, uh, and that's more of an investment, and more of a financial financial uh, side of more of the financial side of what blockchain is all about. As far as uh, utility tokens go, uh, and and the utility side of blockchain, that the the applications are unlimited. 
there's there's all different kinds of, of utilization of coins for different purposes, and also utilization of blockchain, which don't don't uh, have anything to do with the financial end of things. And so, what Filmcoin is is a utility token. It's more like a it's more like a tracking system for rewards rewards program, and that's more of what we're doing with Filmcoin. But you, but the blockchain, blockchain technologies and and utilization of blockchain technologies is is uh, you know that's being used, utilized in all different industries, and and, and it's a it, it's a trackable a trackable um, a trackable ledger, if you will, that can that can keep track of transactions online, and people can 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 um, can be exposed to whatever information the company wants them to be exposed to. It's all an open ledger. So that's where, again, the without getting into a lot of the details of how that goes and get, delving in any further, that's where uh, we should all be open-minded as to how we can we can tap into this emerging these emerging technologies that utilize blockchain. All the big companies big companies are, are utilizing blockchain to one extent or the other. And it's something definitely worth looking into. I couldn't agree more, which is why I asked for you to explain it for our listeners. Our listeners are all entrepreneurs and small business owners. And guys, if you're not thinking about blockchain and the applications it could have in your business, you are missing out on a lot of leverage, aren't they? I, I believe that. A- absolutely. So, but yeah, definitely learn as much as you can and whatever you can apply to your business, whatever you can get involved with is it's it's an exciting new world out there, Gina, for um, for entrepreneurs especially. It really is, and blockchain and cryptocurrencies—it's the way of the future. You know, back when I was in high school, we didn't have cell phones. When I was in college, we didn't have cell phones. As I was getting into law school, the first big bag phones came about, and. You know, look how far we've come in such a short period of time just with that technology. Blockchain is changing our world even faster than that did. That's absolutely right. It's moving it's moving faster. Technology moves faster and faster and and I think the changes that you saw in telecommunications over the past uh, 25 years what you're talking about, you know, over the next uh, you'll see that that level of change over the next 5 years. And blockchain is going to be a big part of that, I believe. I believe so as well. So if you're thinking we're talking a whole other language on the show today, go to Google and just Google it. There is so much information out there on blockchain, cryptocurrencies. Don't get too bogged down in the details of it. Just get a high-level understanding for yourself so you can at least understand the lingo. Because I think more and more we're going to hear people talking about it in so many different segments of our world today. So let's let's go to a different direction for a minute on the motivational side. What advice do you have for entrepreneurs who are listening to the show today? Oh my God! How long much time do we have? <laughs> About eight minutes. I- Eight minutes. Okay, good. Well, and let me go. Let me go the short, the short version. I think that uh, you know, as far as as uh, you know, there's different levels, different levels of entrepreneurship. You know, in terms of experience, that people are, you know, so there, there's some called a serial entrepreneur. I think that was coined some some time back, where you start different businesses, you're involved in different businesses, and you're you're you, you're used to that world. I have some advice for you guys, but as far as people just starting out in this space, starting your own business. I think I think a key point to focus in on is is learn how to learn how to be self-employed, and learn how to you know manage your time, learn how to motivate yourself. I spent a lot of time motivating myself. I, I did when I first started out in business, and I still do today. Uh, the reason that um, that people uh, you know what's the reason? What's the reason why you're doing this? Get your goals down on paper. Get yourself motivated to take the action because you don't have a boss who's telling you, uh, you know, what to do, when to do it. You don't have to show up at a certain place. And if you're not organized and effective in the time that you have, and I love, again, the term leverage, leverage your time, leverage the people around you so that you can get maximum benefit. And that would be my, 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 my mentorship or my counsel 
for people who are just starting out, time management, motivation, those are a couple of big ones because you don't have that, that, uh, that boss telling you what to do. You're the boss. So being self-employed is making sure that, you know, part of when you start out that way is making sure your time is valuable because if you don't, you're going to be back at that J-O-B before you know it. And you don't want to be there, which is why you struck out on your own. So time management, motivation, those of you who have been around a block several years, um, you know, who started several businesses and are already down the road, it's what we just talked about. You know, be open. Uh, be open to uh, to new technologies and new ways of doing things. Uh, you know, you, they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and not that you know you're an old dog, but if you've been if you've been doing it for a while, then you have a tendency to get stuck. You get set in your ways, and you get set in your ways. A lot of times, that will take you out of opportunity. Napoleon Hill said, uh, Gina, that uh, you know the success people who are successful. Uh, you know, they have to keep an open mind on all subjects. Keep an open mind. Uh, stay fresh. We just talked about, you know, some technologies, the RevShare technology and the affiliate marketing technologies that are out there, social media uh, technologies, blockchain technologies. Be open uh, to uh, new and better. And, uh, you know, I told you guys my story about I was very reluctant to, to change anything that I was doing, but I had a reason to do it. And I had a very strong why. So I kept open. I stayed open. I faced my fears. I was terrified. I'm telling you, I, I, I can't even express it in words. But then you get past that fear because it's the fear of the unknown is what it is. And if you can keep an open mind and stay, stay present and deal with those fears, yes, you're going to be, you know, getting into areas where you're going to get out of your comfort zone. You're going to be a little bit uncomfortable. You're going to be a little bit unsure. Uh, but hey, man, that's uh, that's what it's about, you know. That's what life's you. Know, that's life experience. You, know, you got to get to, you got to get to the unknown, and, and you know, in, in, in order to experience something new, it's unknown to you. So that's what the life adventure is about. And so young young dogs um, or new dogs just starting out, tell you guys, just go ahead and 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 get yourself self-employed. Motivate yourself. Time management. Older dogs in the race. You know, stay open, stay present, stay open, keep an open mind, and be open to new technologies and new opportunities, and, and I think you'll be okay. Well, such great advice. Thank you for that, Henning. Time management is so, so crucial. It's so easy as an entrepreneur to let the business become all-consuming, and if you do, your life's going to fall apart. You've got to make sure that you learn good time management skills because they really are the key to the overall profitability of the business and to having a life with the business at the same time, aren't they? Absolutely. That's a great, that's a great way to put it, for sure. Yeah, I know for me, when I first started working with a mentor specifically around time management, Oh, my God, it was so life-changing for me. I went from working 18-hour days to actually having a life again, and that was just amazing. And I always thought, oh, if I don't work as much, I'm going to make a lot less money. Huh? Boy, was I ever wrong. That first month (laughs) of really applying time management, I think my business grew almost three times that month. And yet I was working less. It's working smarter, not harder, that's the key. And I'm glad you emphasize time management skills so much because it really is crucial. You cannot get your business to where you want it to be and have the impact in, that you want to make without them. It's crucial. So Absolutely, what's next for Gina. you, Henning? we got about three minutes. Okay. What would you like me to share? <laughs> What's next for you? Oh, what's next for me? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that part. Uh, What's next is we're going to finish uh, our filming of Hit or Twist. We're going to be doing some events. I want to invite anyone who's in L.A. to come out on January 23rd. We're having a beautiful music showcase, and we're going to film actually a scene from our movie that night at SIR Studios. Uh, this would be one to fly out for, Gina, um, uh, Gina and uh, Andrew. This would be the, uh, you know, a very nice event. It's at the legendary SIR studios where all the big uh, uh, rock stars, that's where they rehearse. It's a very famous place in, in, in Hollywood. And that's going to be a, a ton of fun. And then we're going to get into uh, production of some new films. We have Metal Crush, which is um, uh, 
which is uh, takes place in the in the gang, the teenage gang world, and Anne Hero, which is uh, a film we're producing, a short film we're producing, and to raise awareness for the suicide prevention lifeline. So there's some exciting projects. If you all want to take a look at what we're doing, uh, the, the the place to go is D like David, M like Mary, Trilogy dot com uh, dmtrilogy.com and that's where our projects are and we'd love to collaborate and connect with your audience and uh, connect with you all personally and 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 let's help them and and expand our expand our reach together that's what's next um fantastic thank you so much and please feel free to reach out if i can help in any way uh, absolutely we will be reaching out and we'll be collaborating thank you thank you all for having me I feel very fortunate that uh, we took advantage of this and took the time to make this happen, and hopefully we can do it again. Thank you so much, Andrea, for making it happen. Andrea and I will be back same time, same place next week. Have a fantastic week, everybody, and happy holidays to all. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thank you. Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Black Book page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.